USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise. Welcome to Money Wise, brought to you by USA Wealth Group. And good Sunday morning to Peter Lance. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. And good Sunday morning to attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning. So, as we begin today, we're going to be talking about some very important financial topics. It's on everybody's mind today. I think we just paid more than $500 for 100 gallons of oil, right, Tenny? I was shocked, yes. And gasoline prices are still high, and diesel prices are still way up there right now. Everything is still really expensive from an inflation point of view. It is. And the stock market is doing what, Pete, these days? It's all over the place. I mean, mostly it's been tanking, but there have been some swings on other days. Um, You know, a couple weeks ago, the Fed said that they were going to raise the rate by a half a percent. The stock market went up, and then the next day it just went tumbling way back down again. Yep. So we've had uh, the the worst record uh, right now since the first of the year and the worst record in a couple of years, as a matter of fact. And the economy is sort of in topsy-turvy turmoil, isn't it? It is, and worker productivity um, is has the lowest decline, and is that the lowest in like 75 years I read the other day? Um, you mean productivity is in decline? Right, yeah. Highest, um, highest decline. Yep, since the 40s. Uh, it's really just crazy. Well, we're going to talk today about some very important financial concepts that you need to learn and we all need to know uh, in terms of being financially literate. So our specialty at USA Wealth Group and Lance Law Inc. is in financial planning and retirement planning. The law firm specializes in protecting people's assets with wills and trusts and handling real estate matters appropriately. Anything to do with your assets, your money, your finances, your income. That's what we do here. And let's talk about some concepts. The first one we want to talk about is what kind of things should people know in general if you want to know what to do with your money, if you want to know how to become financially literate. So today we want to talk about compound interest. We want to talk about good debt versus bad debt. We want to talk about credit utilization, which means if you have a credit card that says you have $1,000 of available credit, what percentage of that credit card are you actually using? And if you use a smaller percentage of uh, credit utilization, your credit score is going to be better. Then we're also going to talk about the very important concept of pay yourself first. We're going to talk about diversification, why that's important, and liquidity. So lots and lots of things we want to talk about today. Uh, They're a little bit technical subjects in some ways, but they're not because the average person really needs to know a lot about these things. Yeah, and there's certainly lots of information that we have that we can give to you um, over the radio, but we also have uh, lots and lots of handouts that we can provide you with a lot of useful information as well, both um, on the USA Wealth Group side as well as uh, the Lance Law side. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll tell you some of the topics for those handouts in just a minute. Um, but it is important that uh, you become as financially knowledgeable and financially literate as possible because if you don't, then you're not going to make money or you're going to lose money. So, uh, Pete, let's talk really quickly about some of the handouts that we have that's available. We like to encourage people to visit the websites that we have if you'd like to receive something. For example, your retirement income planning checklist is an important one. Or what happens if you are working for a company that offers you a buyout? And what difference interest rates can make in your lifestyle? We've got a handout called Six Secrets to a Happy Retirement. Uh, Do you have any ideas on that one, Pete? 
Uh, plan early or do something to plan before you retire at least. Yep, lots of things. Have a sense of purpose. Be Have a companion that you can share your retirement with sometimes perhaps. And, 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 and we talked about this many times. I mean, a lot of people change over time. Most people do. So the partner that you were with when you started out, your journey may not be uh, on the same page as you retirement-wise. So, yeah, I mean, a happy retirement would be doing something with your partner that you both enjoy doing, hopefully. Right. doesn't have to be a spouse. doesn't have to be somebody you're married to necessarily. just could be somebody that you want to share things with. Um, we also have an, an, a handout called, Are You Paying Too Much in Taxes in Retirement? Taxes increasingly are going to make a huge difference. That's going to be the next major hurdle that's going to come down the road because taxes are scheduled automatically to go up again next year, 2023. We also have um, some other things that we can talk to people about. We can't um, hand them out because they're things that we can just discuss but not actually hand out. Um, I'm looking online right now. Um, a lot of people, we've discussed um, you know, lazy money lately. And a lot of people have asked us what to do with their lazy money. Inflation right now is at 8.5%, which we've talked about, and is at the highest in over 40 years now. And there's some ways to combat that. You can uh, open up a brokerage account with me, and I can get you into some uh, interesting um, mutual funds and ETFs. Um, but also we have what's called fixed indexed annuities, uh, which are tied to an index or different indices in the market but not actually in the market so they're completely principal protected you cannot lose a nickel of your principal but they have the potential for some serious gains um, they're also more worth taking a look at even today because the rates have gone up on all of them yeah, exactly and we'll talk more about that later but um, the other thing is uh, what you can do with your lazy money right now if you have money in the bank you're losing over eight percent so how do you define lazy money Money that's just sitting in the bank or even money that's in a CD right now. I mean, CD rates are terrible. I'm looking at the best CD rates available right now, and the best one has a two and a quarter percent rate of return for a five-year CD. Which is too long to tie up your money, isn't it? Well, for something that's only going to earn two and a quarter percent. Yep. And can, can we talk about that for just a second? The reason that you don't want to be in like a five-year CD with a low interest rate is because what happens when rates start to go up, which they're doing right now, then you're gonna be locked into this five-year CD perhaps at a low rate when you could be earning more money doing something different. But a lot of people are comfortable with that and we do have an alternative to that as well. Um, it's like a long-term CD, but it's called a MIGA or a multi-year guaranteed annuity. It's essentially a long-term CD. There's terms from three years, four years, five years, six years, all the way up to 10 years. Um, in most cases, we would probably only recommend like a three to five year for the reason that my father just mentioned. But the rates are higher, um, you know, fairly um, significantly higher than a CD. And even more so when you factor in that it has compounding interest on like a CD. So let me talk about that for just one second, Pete. Uh, I know recently you did a three-year, multi-year guaranteed annuity that paid three and a quarter percent. Right, so instead of two and a quarter percent for a five year, which is again the highest that I could even find uh, for a CD, you could do a three year instead of a five year and get three and a quarter percent guaranteed. And again, that's compounding because unlike a CD, you don't have to claim the interest earned on your taxes every year when you're doing an annuity. Okay, so that's another important point. Taxes should always factor into the decisions that you make. So let me just mention that. Um, this is a very interesting time and you shouldn't sit back and do nothing. You should take some action and do something, both to protect your family from a legal document's point of view, but also from a financial point of view. If you don't do something, then you're just going to lose out. Um, a woman named Simone de Beauvier, a famous lady, once said, change your life today. Don't gamble on the future. Act now without delay. So, Tenny, um, I know you see a lot of procrastinators in your business, don't you? Well, um, the statistics that we hear are that about two-thirds of Americans 
never get around to doing any kind of estate plans or legal documents, which is just amazing to me because without those legal documents, if something happens to you, you're going to be worried about more than just whether you've got the highest interest rate. True. True. Well, um, let's jump into our first major financial concept, which is called compound interest. So, Peter, let's talk about compound interest for a minute. Yeah, and I just talked about that, and um, compounding interest is huge, and you're going to earn and double your money a lot faster than if you're not compounding interest. What it means, basically, is you're earning interest on the interest, correct? Correct. And there's something called the Rule of 72 that we talk about from time to time. I'm not sure when we mentioned it on the radio last, but uh, do you want to mention how the rule of 72 works? So the rule of 72 simply means basically what you want to do is figure out what kind of rate of interest do you have to earn to have your money double. And the rates that are earned in the bank, it takes how long, Pete? Long, long time, right? Uh, it's going to take probably 100 years or more if you just have it in the bank. So here's a good example. If you're making a half percent interest on your account in the bank right now, it's going to take 144 years for your money to double, right? Yep. How about a shorter term? What if you're making, say, a 7% return? How long would it take to have your money double? I think it's just over 10 years. Okay, so, and that's because of the power of compounding. So compounding can be a good thing, but can also work against you. We're going to come back in a minute. I want to talk a little bit more about not only compounding and how it works and why it's an important concept for everybody to know about Basically, compounding means you're earning interest on interest. Um, but if you're paying interest on interest, that works against you. Like if you have a credit card that's paying 18% interest or costing you 24% interest, that can work against you in a major way as well. When we come back, we're going to talk about that just a little bit further. And stay tuned. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. We're talking about financial literacy today. We're talking about top financial tips for beginners uh, looking to find out what does financial literacy mean. We started talking about compound interest, and it can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing. If you have high credit card debt, it can be a very bad thing because you never seem to get ahead We've mentioned before that it takes approximately 17 years to pay off credit card debt if you only pay the minimum payment every month. And, and that relates to that rule of 72 backwards, sort of, because credit card debt, if you don't pay off the balance, means that you're paying interest on prior interest, which is the opposite of the compounding that is is your positive approach. Correct. So if you're earning interest and you don't have to take it out as income every year and it has the ability to accumulate more for you, then you're compounding. So we said before the break that uh, if you get a one-half percent interest rate on what you're earning, let's say it's money in the bank, you'll double your money in 144 years. That's how long it takes. On the other hand, if you're making 7% return on your money, your money will double in 10.3 years. Well, we've talked about this before, maybe like a month ago. How long does it take, or what what amount of money do you have if you um, double your money starting with a penny? Um, and do you remember the exact amount? It's in the millions. So if, if you, if I gave you a penny, and then you doubled it the next day, and you had two pennies, and the next day you had four pennies, and the next day you had eight pennies, 
How much money would you have at the end of 30 days? It's in the millions. $5,368,709. 30 days? And 12 cents. 30 days. So here. Holy cow. So you're going to give me a penny, Tenny, and then you're going to double it every single day. Well, I certainly no, no, I'm not going to double it. You're going to double it. <laughs> and at the end, we'll be rich. <laughs> well, in any event, um, money compounds if you let it compound. But you have to be making more than a minimal rate of interest in order to do that. One of the interesting things that we can't talk about actual companies or products, but no. a lot of companies um, that we do business with are actually raising their rates right now, um, which is good for the consumer. You're talking about the financial companies like the insurance companies and so forth that do annuity products and things of that nature? Correct. Yep. Well, um, you have to make a start someplace. Uh, you know, one of my favorite quotations is something I came across recently. Tenny, do you think that women should be treated equally with men? What a silly question. What a loaded question. Yeah. Well, uh, Timothy Leary once said, women who seek to be equal with men lack ambition because they should seek to be better than men. Well, I think most women are better than men, don't you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I've thought so all my life. Most women are better than most men. <laughs> and if you don't believe it, just ask a woman. They'll tell you so, right? Let's get off this subject. Okay. Well, I like to tell this story, which I only found out about maybe five or ten years ago at most, that the whole reason that you went to law school, Mom, is because when Dad graduated from law school, they had you up on stage and gave you an award that said putting hubby through. Putting hubby first. Putting hubby first. No, that, maybe it was through, but yeah, whatever. It was through, yeah. It, yeah. It, it was uh, Father Drynan, who was the uh, dean of the law school at Boston College at that point, and I swear I almost threw it at him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so angry. You were determined to get your law degree right then and there, and you did it. Well, do you think, do you think that age makes a difference with your investments in general, the longer uh, you can have something invested? Einstein, Einstein, by the way, sort of discovered or at least codified this rule of 72 and it's kind of interesting well helen hayes once said age is not important unless you're a cheese or a wine <laughs> or a well-placed investment perhaps right so i think probably enough for compounding interest the, the magic of compounding interest is really simple um, if you let your money stay and invest in a place where it, the interest can also be reinvested, then you're compounding the interest and you're going to make more money. And that's true, a very important characteristic of most annuity contracts. So we'd be happy to help you with that. And by the way, you can give Peter or I a call at 508-998-8858, and we'd be happy to meet with you and go through that with you. Yeah. So do you think there's such a, a thing as good debt, Pete? Yeah, definitely. I mean, good debt would be, you know, maybe your education. Yep, I agree uh, with that. Your own business, uh, maybe real estate or Often certainly your, your, house, your right? house. Yep, if it helps you to buy a house, that's something we considered uh, good debt because you want to have a mortgage so that you can uh, be able to buy a house so that ultimately you can pay less for uh, your housing costs than you would be if you're paying rent. Good debt is basically anything that increases your estate, increases your net worth or makes your life better in some way. Okay. And we've also talked about, in order to know where you are, in order to make a proper beginning, you need to have a proper budget. We're more than happy to provide a budget form uh, free, no obligation. Give us a call at 508-998-8858. We'll be happy to send out a budget form for you. Or visit our website. And I'll have you give the website after, Pete. Sure. Um, so do a budget because if you don't know where you're going, as the old saying is, then any road will take you there. But you need to be able to plan. Let's jump to the concept of um, credit utilization. Um, if you have a credit card um, available to you, like I said before, if you have $1,000 available credit and you spend $300 on it, that's not a bad ratio of the amount of debt to the amount of available credit. And basically you're looking at a 30% utilization rate. 
If you, on the other hand, use your credit card and you spend $500 on it, now you're at a 50% utilization. Ideally, to have a better credit report and a better credit score, you want to have a smaller percentage of credit utilization. So if you want to improve your credit score, for example, one of the things you should first do is pay down your credit card debt as yeah. much as you can. And, and we've discussed this before, but it's been a while, I think, when we've talked about improving your credit. Uh, it's important to not cancel credit cards, but to at least have the balance low um, or paid off. The best way to utilize a credit card is to put something on it and then immediately pay off the balance um, You know, by the end of the month or when the bill comes due instead of just paying the minimum. Not only will it take uh, forever, as you mentioned in the first part of the show, to pay off that uh, if you just pay the minimum, um, but uh, it's it's also just going to affect your credit negatively if you have high balances and, and you're not paying them down. You can also do the same thing if you have a home mortgage. If you want to pay off your mortgage faster, pay a little bit more in the principal every month. I don't care whether it's $100 or $200 more in the principal. If you do that, you're going to retire your mortgage much more quickly. But here's some common credit card misconceptions. If I pay my balance in full, then I appear debt-free. That's not necessarily the case because it's, your credit report will still show that you have a credit card. Right, but canceling your credit card can actually, unless you're a really bad spender and you need to just you know, eliminate your credit cards um, then it's really not a good thing because it can negatively affect your credit by canceling the cards. Right. So maybe if you're a really bad spender, uh, we've talked about this and joked about it before, you know, put it in a Tupperware, fill it with water, and put it in your freezer. Mm-hmm. And you're literally... Oh, I had not heard that. Literally freezing your credit. <laughs> you haven't heard that about freezing credit cards? No. Oh, look what at, a good plan. Look, at, look in the freezer, freezer when you get room. home. <laughs> but I think it would be more useful to just shred that credit card and keep the account open if you're going to, you know, or hide it or tell somebody in your family to hide it somewhere really well where they're not going to tell you where it is. But the important thing is don't just cancel the credit card because now it means you have less credit available to you and therefore the ratio of your credit card that you have been using on other credit cards is going to be higher. So it hurts you to cancel your credit cards, not a good plan. And um, some of the things that impact your credit score, we've talked about this before, are number one, what's the total indebtedness that you have? Uh, Number two, um, do you pay your bills on time, which is probably the largest element of this. Paying everything on time as much as you can is the number one way to keep your credit score up. Yep, absolutely. And by the way, it's not against the law for a merchant to add a credit card surcharge. So um, some people think that they can't add more onto it, and they can. They can charge you a fee if if you're using your credit card, if you're paying a bill by a credit card. And uh, debit cards, I don't think they can do the same thing. I don't think they do the same thing because that's an instant cash transfer. Um, So... I know we finished with the subject of compound interest, but there was one quotation that I wanted to mention. Albert Einstein, when he was asked what he considered to be the most powerful force in the universe, answered compound interest. What you have become is the price you paid to get what you used to want. So compound interest, uh, very, very important. Um, Should people apply for new credit cards just kind of willy-nilly? No. Um, there are a lot of credit card solicitations out there today. You might get some things in the mail that say, well, you've qualified for a $300 credit card or a $500 credit card. So the first problem with that is the first thing that the company's going to do when you read the fine print is they're going to check your credit report. So automatically somebody is pinging your credit. And a lot of these um, credit card uh, solicitations People think, oh, well, I'm guaranteed to get this credit card. That's not necessarily the case. Nope. Um, it's a lot print. of misconceptions, and um, it could ping your credit, and you could still get denied that credit card. One really bad thing I want to mention, I think I talked about this once before. If you go to buy a car and they say, well, give me, give me your uh, driver's license or give me your social security number so we can check out what you're available for. And I did that once when I financed a car a number of years back. And discovered later, they had run 
24 different companies they were looking for to see what the rate was. That's 24 different times they ran it. That lowers your credit score when that happens. So be very cautious when you're financing a car to make sure that you only run one or two companies, if, if at all possible. We're going to take a break and be right back, and we're going to talk about uh, pay yourself first and diversification and a few other important financial literacy concepts. So stay tuned. We will be right back. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. And we are here with our business spotlight of the week. We are here with Chris Johnson. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. And tell us what you do. Sure. I'm a project manager with a company called Isaacson Solar. Uh, we're a small local company based out of Fall River, Massachusetts. Uh, we cover all of, uh, all of Rhode Island and the majority of uh, Mass. Try to stay within an hour, hour and a half of Fall River where we're located. Okay. That sounds good. And uh, I'm going to mention this again at the end, but what's the best phone number to reach you at? Sure. Uh, our office number is 508 five six seven zero six four seven you can ask for me directly or anybody that uh, answers the phone can help uh, and I know that you of course have a website we'll mention that in a moment mm-hmm. I know that you're also offering a, a special offer for those who are listening to the radio show today and you can talk about that just for a minute yeah sure so um, we'd love to have anybody that that listens to your your radio show if they call and mention it uh, we'd like to give them a thousand dollars off their solar panel installation as a as a thank you to, to you guys and your listeners um, you and I are friends, and we are friends on Facebook. I know that you get a lot of really great reviews, and, and people seem to love you and your company. Thanks. Uh, I believe that you are trying to get into the uh, South Coast best of the best again. Um, yeah. You can speak about that for a yeah, second. Yeah, sure. Uh, we've won, won three the past three years that we've tried. Uh, we, we've won, and we're looking into hopefully getting our fourth year in a row. We just literally just got the email this morning. We made it into the top three. Uh, so August is the event that they'll announce the actual winners uh, as as in the first place spot. So looking forward to uh, making sure it's going to happen again this year. Nice. Well, good luck to that. Thank you very much. Or with that, I should say. Um, and one of the, this is actually really important, and I wasn't aware of this. You don't have any subcontractors at all. No. So we do all the work ourselves. Uh, we have our own master electricians, installers. Uh, the only thing we, we sub out in a way is if, if somebody does a, does a ground-mounted system, as opposed to not putting it on the roof, then... The racking itself has to be penetrated into the ground by about six feet. So we have a specialized company that come and does that. Uh, but as far as all roof installations, electrical work, installs, that's that's all our, our employees. And uh, I actually reached out to you recently because my wife and I are interested in finally doing solar. Awesome. Uh, we just have to uh, replace our roof. Yep. And I know that you actually do some um, customers' homes that need that type of work. And Absolutely. that can be worked into it as well, correct? Yeah. And if you have a contractor that you deal with, uh, we just need a couple of pieces of information. We want to make sure that they're a legitimate company insured and that kind of thing. Uh, but we also have contractors that we work with as well. And you can add that into the deal. You can add that into the financing. Exactly. Correct. And I know that you also have uh, both leasing and purchasing of the solar panels. Yes, exactly. So um, our school of thought when it comes to leasing or buying is if you're going to be in the house somewhat long term, uh, it makes sense to own it uh, just because of all the incentives and tax credits and everything else. Uh, but when if you're not going to be in the house long term or you're not paying into the government to get the tax credits, leasing sometimes makes sense. All right. Uh, well, I really appreciate you coming in. It's Isaacson Solar. Chris Johnson, please just uh, give us your website and your phone number one last time. Sure. Uh, it's IsaacsonSolar.com. I-S-A-K-S-E-N. Uh, not a popular name that people know how to spell. <laughs> and uh, uh, that's our website. And the phone number is 508-567-0647. Good seeing you. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. AE Wealth Management LLC or USA Wealth Group Inc. and Isaacson Solar are not affiliated companies, and there is no obligation to use their services. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Come back, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking this morning about financial literacy, and there are some key concepts you need to understand if you want to get ahead financially, and you do need to get started. You need to have some confidence in yourself that you can make certain decisions, and when you do, 
you're going to be successful at improving your credit score or your credit rating, and you have to have some faith in yourself. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt once said, believe you can and you're halfway there. And I guess the other halfway that I would say is come to visit us. Come to visit attorney Tenny Lance or, or Pete Lance or myself, Ray Lance, and we'll be happy to take a look at your goals, your income sources, your assets. Uh, we can help you determine whether you have enough money to retire or are there some, some things you could do to have a better retirement or a better lifestyle? And is there something that you're paying a bill for now you could cancel or reduce? Today, if you're not looking at everything that you're spending as well as what you have uh, to be able to utilize, um, you're just not handling your finances the way that you could that would be better for you. So we talked about good debt, we talked about bad debt such as mortgages and paying for school, things of that nature. We've talked a little bit about credit utilization. We talked about inflation and um, you know possible ways to offset that. Um, you know, th there's certainly things that we can do to help you out. The stock market has been very volatile. Um, something that's fairly new is uh, the ability for most people to um, invest in what's called alternatives. And uh, that's something that pre previously was really only for the very wealthy investor. And uh, there's some funds that have um, alternatives broken down into these funds. So as a lower um, uh, investor, you now actually have the availability to uh, basically invest in a portion of these alternatives, which might be, and in many cases, um, a good thing to do in terms of outperforming the market, especially when it's doing what it's doing right now. Alternatives are basically anything that's not a typical stock bond, um, cash, things like that. It's uh, precious metals. It's, it's mostly tangible assets like precious metals, real estate, um, collectibles. How about cryptocurrency? Cryptocurrency. Um, I don't that's understand not tangible, But that actually is an alternative, um, yes. Well, let's come back to something that's even much more basic. I, th I think those things are certainly very important. Let's talk about pay yourself first. What does pay yourself first mean? It's nothing more than simply learning how to save some money. Are you a spender or are you a saver? Um, it, that's just it. Is that hopefully at least one person, and hopefully it's the person who's controlling the money in the relationship, uh, is a saver and somebody who can do proper budgeting. We've talked about this all all the time. I mean, I can't remember a radio show where we don't talk about one of the most important things is creating an income plan and a budget for everybody that we um, sit and meet with. Uh, you really need to have a budget. You need to know what you're paying versus what you're taking in. Um, and although I'm not a huge fan of the person that created this, the there's something that I do agree with, and that's called the 50-30-20 uh, rule which means you should do a really, really in-depth budget and then take that budget and use 50% of your income on your needs, 30% on your wants, and put 20% away. Um, it says into savings, but really not into savings, but into investments. Okay, let's come back to some real simple things that anybody can do. I don't like to carry coins in my pocket. So if I buy something with cash and I've got coins in my pocket, I put it into a bucket at the end of the day. And when the bucket gets kind of heavy, then I'll bring it down to the bank. Sometimes I've done it with grandkids and split the money with them. But it's amazing how much that can add up. I've sometimes had $200 worth of coins in the bucket. Uh, but how about just regular savings? Try to set aside some part of your income on a regular weekly basis into a savings account. When it gets to be built up a little larger, you can move it to something that's making more money. But get very consistent with it. John Jacob Astor, who is a very well-known New York uh, developer, investor, multimillionaire, said, wealth is largely the result of habit. Yeah, and going back to pay yourself first and what I was just talking about, about the 50-30-20 rule, Come and meet with us. Go over a detailed budget that will uh, help you go through uh, together. And then take 20% every single week and put it aside into investing and pay yourself first. 
and then you'll make sure that you have enough money to pay what's really due and necessary with the bills. If you pay yourself first, it will work out, but that's a, a key thing to, to do. Well, and if you are in a relationship and you have a partner, sit down with your partner and figure out who's the best person to handle the payment of the bills. Uh, find out whether you are a saver or a spender, but definitely get into the habit of putting something aside. Uh, a gentleman named Charles Jaffe once said, it's not your salary that makes you rich, it's your spending habits. So you think you need, you need to think about not only spending habits, but you need to think about savings habit. And, and that's absolutely true because I know a lot of uh, stories of people who have won the lottery or you know received an inheritance or something, and the money's gone. If you're a spender, the money's gone in, in record time. Mm-hmm. So if you can't budget you know a $10,000 um, savings portfolio or something, uh, you're not going to be able to do it if it's a million dollars either. So work on your spending habits first. And what I see, which always makes me um, happy and admirable of people, are folks who had fairly ordinary jobs, whether you know it's a custodian at a school or whatever, but they chose to save over time. And when I see them in their 60s or 70s, getting ready to do uh, retirement planning and essential legal documents, they've saved maybe 500000 800000 Or it more. Just, yeah, or more. It just makes me so pleased for them. Yep, we have uh, clients of all walks of life, and um, we have some very wealthy blue-collar um, clients. You know, they just worked, uh, you know, maybe uh, as a plumber their whole lives and yet they have over a million dollars of just uh you know a portfolio never mind we've seen a number of people like that haven't we and it's because they've been very very um good with their saving and investing and not you know spending a lot we've got clients who have cars that are 20 years old well Um, apropos of that here's a great quotation from thomas edison opportunity is missed by most people because it is dressed in overalls and looks like work but I've, but I've seen people with, uh, as Tenny has said, very ordinary kinds of jobs, but they get into the habit of putting money aside every single week on a regular basis. And when it gets to be a little larger, then you invest it in something else, and um, it works. So pay yourself first. What that simply means, in, in a nutshell, is when you get your paycheck, or even before you get your paycheck, Pull something out of it. Put it aside for savings. If you're able to do it through work, that's good. It's all about the psychology of the fact that you are saving for the future. Do you remember, Tenny, when they used to do uh, Christmas clubs at banks? I'm not sure if they still do those anymore. I just saw one the other day, and I thought, holy cow, I didn't think they existed anymore. And that's a perfect example. People used to say, starting in January, I'm going to put money every week into my Christmas club account. And when it gets to be November, I've got enough money in there to buy all the gifts that I want to buy, the presents I want to buy for Christmas. It's just habit. And you know what? Uh, It takes 21 days to learn a new habit. That's it. Okay. So try it. That's interesting. Yeah, I've read that before too. 21 days. Um, We talked about how some of our clients who have massive, you know, assets and have done very well saving. Um, Jeff, I remember reading this a couple of months ago. in 1999, Jeff Bezos was um, uh, on TV having an interview done, and he was in his car, which was uh, a Honda Accord that was like 15, 20 years old. I forgot exactly. I'm looking it up right now, but uh, the interview was in 1999. In 1997, Amazon went public, and his wealth um, amassed over $12 billion. And in Oh, it was a... Da, 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 let me see. I'm trying to read the year of the car. Anyways, uh, the interviewer says, what's with the Honda? And then Bezos, who just laughed and said, it's a perfectly good car. So he had a wealth of $12 billion and was driving an old Honda Accord. Sure. (laughs) Well, a gentleman named Steve Burkholder once said, if you're saving, you're succeeding. And did you ever hear of Peter Lynch, Peter? No. He was probably the most famous uh, investment advisor who ever worked for Fidelity. And then he retired, but he made a lot of money for a lot of people. 
And Peter Lynch once said, know what you own and know why you own it. So think mm. carefully about your purchases and how you spend your money. So, um, I have too many bedspreads. Yes, you do. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a fetish. Your linen closet is it is a fetish. Incredible. But I like to change them. Sometimes I'll go upstairs at night and I'll think, oh, am I in the wrong house? <laughs> no, I don't really do that. But I think, oh, Mama's got a new new desire today. Put put a new bedspread on. Mama's got a brand new bag. Mama's no, got a Papa. brand new bag spread. <laughs> yep, you're right. We're going to take our last break of the morning very shortly and come back. But, you know, I, I, I love some of the people that I have um, quotations from. One of my favorites has always been Benjamin Franklin. He said, beware of small expenses. A small leak will sink a great ship. Did you ever hear that terminology before? Like, yes. Yeah, Benjamin Franklin. Loose lips. Sink ships. He's, he's not alive, by the way. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is our last uh, quarter segment on Money Wise for this morning. We're talking about financial literacy and some important concepts. We want to say a few things about liquidity and diversification. I wanted to mention, um, and we don't really mention this every show, and we should, uh, anybody who has a Spotify account or uh, Apple uh, Music, anywhere where you can listen to basically online music or a podcast, you can listen to most, if not all, of our shows, and we're now well over 500 shows and well over 10 years of doing this. So uh, you may not want to go back to 10 years ago because maybe some of that information uh, is not correct anymore with some law changes that might have happened. But certainly, if there's anything on your mind as it pertains to your estate or your financial uh, goals, your financial planning, uh, I'm sure that you can find it um, on any of those places where you can stream music or on our website as well. So go and take a listen. Right. And at the end of the materials that we prepared for uh, today, Pete, we've got some good stuff on diversification and liquidity at the uh, very end. Um, a lot of people don't have much liquidity in this country, do they, Pete? No. Uh, I don't remember the statistics, but I think it was pretty scary. It was something like half of the people in this country, maybe even more. I think it's half. Couldn't come up with $400 in an emergency if they needed to. And, and the, the debt of Americans is well over $15 trillion, I believe. Yeah, and that's, that's a number that's really uh, incomprehensible. Well, it's partly to do with lifestyle. It's partly to do with advertising. Uh, do you know who Will Rogers was, Pete? Does he, he own a bunch of restaurants? No, you're thinking of <laughs> Howard Johnson. <laughs> good, I, good try. I, I was joking, obviously, but I wanted to see... No, he was a he was a he was a philosopher, but he had a lot of interesting things to say about Congress and government and spending money. And what he said was, too many people spend money they haven't earned to buy things they don't want to impress people that they don't like. Yeah, I've heard that before. And that sort of describes how we live today in this country, isn't it? We need to get back to some basics of spending money. Um, Will Rogers and Mark Twain were two really interesting sort of seat-of-the-pants philosophers, as you call them. They just had really great quotes. Yeah, and Dave Ramsey is a, a very well-known financial writer. He said, you must gain control over your money or the lack of it will forever control you. And these are important things to think about. They sound silly and so forth, but they're not. 
So let's just continue with liquidity for a second, uh, Pete. Sure. Um, I was going to go on to, you, you started talking about the importance of diversification. I was going to elaborate okay. on that, but if you sure. want to go back to liquidity, that's fine. Just briefly. Um, liquidity is, is basically any money, any asset that you have that you can get your hands on quickly. So right. the equity in your home would not be liquid. Yeah, cash on hand, basically. Cash on hand. It, uh, it, on the other hand, it may be good debt, but it's not liquid assets. Right. Um, but a brokerage account would be considered liquid because you can sell off some holdings in that portfolio and get the cash very quickly mm -hmm. in most cases. But other things that you hold for long term, such as a home or land or equipment, those are not considered to be liquid assets. Um, I'd also like to just jump in really quickly and remind everyone that um, as we're seeing borrowing rates go up, as we're seeing rates go up for taking out a home mortgage is now over 5% for a 30-year fixed mortgage. And that's just in the last 30 days those rates have gone up that high. Yeah, and that changed very quickly. Um, you know, at the end of last year and the beginning of this year, people were scrambling to purchase a property or to refinance because the rates were so low. And um, everybody, I think, saw the writing on the wall and that it was time to take advantage and that it wasn't going to last long, and it, it really didn't. I actually have a friend who's, uh, I've got a few friends who are um, mortgage loan originators and talking about how it's, it's tough right now because, you know, the rates are much higher. Mm -hmm. So their business is impacted. Of course, the real estate market itself is uh, really in a mess at the moment. Yeah, and, and a lot of people don't know whether we are in another housing bubble and if it's going to burst. Uh, this year is going to be very telling as to whether that happens, and it might even happen this year. Who knows? I mean... Prices are certainly inflated. They're well over um, what they're really worth, and people are even outbidding um, the prices that are being listed. And now with uh, maybe less people buying because of the rates going much higher, uh, it could really possibly have a burst, and we'll have to see how that plays out. Yep. And so, Tenny, from a legal point of view and the law firm and the things that you do, um, I know one of the things you always make sure of is that your clients are protected and protect their assets, like putting a homestead on your house, which is critically important, isn't it? That's important. Having proper legal documents in place is also very important. <laughs> if you uh, don't have a durable power of attorney, friends, you really need to get that in place for both your property and your health just in case something might happen to you. And one of the things we always tell people is that if you're about to retire but you're still working and have a salary, go to your local bank and take out a home equity line of credit. You don't have to take the money down and start paying interest on it right now, but now you've got a credit source. Just get approved for just it. Just get approved for it. Before you retire, yep. We've, we've recommended that probably to three different people who wanted to retire um, somewhat soon, just in the last few months. We've had a number of people do that because now while you're working and you can show the bank that you can afford to pay the back the money, they'll give you the loan and give you the home equity line of credit. Then you go and retire and the home equity line of credit still stays there. And if you need to fix up your house or you have an emergency or a family member does, you can tap into that very quickly. You can write a check, basically. Yep, it's a very important uh, tip for anybody who's thinking about retiring. Yep, and um, we touched on diversification, um, and that's sort of the last thing. We only have a couple minutes left anyways. Diversification is extremely important. Um, it's, it's basically the, the old saying, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Uh, I have a lot of clients who unfortunately don't diversify, um, and that includes lazy money. I've got a lot of clients who have massive amounts of cash and they just don't want to do anything else with it. So many people I see have a hundred or more thousand dollars in bank accounts. It always absolutely amazes me that they do that. And it's, well, because they're making no money on it. Yeah, they're losing. They're making eight, nothing. They're losing over 8% uh, because of inflation now. So don't do, don't do uh, what a lot of people do, which is to keep large amounts of cash. Do something to invest it. There's safe ways to invest it um, and uh, keep up with inflation, you know, potentially. But diversification is huge. I've got uh, diversification simply means you don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yep, exactly. And there's something, um, you know, that 
that's really important as well, which is what I talked about before, where you can have alternatives now with your investing. And diversification basically means if you have all bonds, right now your bonds are going down because of inflation, um, you need what's called a negative correlation in your portfolio as well. So that way if bonds are going down, your other assets are hopefully going up. So I want to close today with a quotation from Elon Musk because it really hit home when I read it. And you have to sometimes have patience with your investments. So he said, patience is a virtue, and I'm learning patience. It's a tough lesson. What do you think, Tenny? Do I have patience? Um, Mental? Very little. (laughs) So when I was in school, I had to write on the blackboard 500 times, patience is a virtue which I lack and will try very hard to attain. I had to write that 500 times. So that taught me patience. I think you need to write Uh, it another thousand. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We talked about a number of things today. We wanted to talk about some key financial literacy concepts. Make a plan, do something to help your family, do something to help yourself, and give us a call. And thank you, Attorney Tenny Lance, and thank you, Pete Lance, for participating today. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. Firm offers insurance services. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and USA Wealth Group, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group, Inc. USA Wealth Group, Inc. has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide legal advice. Lance Law, Inc. is not affiliated with USA Wealth Group, Inc. or AE Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.